Thank you for joining us for Content Hacks, our podcast all about content, tips, and tricks. I'm Rachel Clapmiller. And I'm Allison Andrews. And today we are also joined by Rashonda Pratt, creator and host of The Rose Show Live. She is a storyteller, strategist, and heartfelt producer. We call her a content guru. She turns out content every day at the same time that she's holding down a full-time job, raising three kids. She is a force. Welcome to the show. I'm so glad to be here. So <laughs> we glad. are glad you're here. Thanks, ladies. So today we're going to dive into one of your specialties, Facebook Live. You're frequently on Facebook. Yeah, Do, I love it. She gets a twinkle in her eye just when you say the word. Yes. Did you notice that? Yes. It's kind of weird. <laughs> so I think let's just kind of level set. Explain what it is for people who might not be using it or not know what it is. Facebook Live really is a game changer. And I don't say that about a lot of things, but it really gives you an opportunity. Facebook Live, Periscope is another one, um, where it gives you an opportunity to be live inside the app in real time. So uh, you can show up and teach people something right there live to an audience, the people who are already in your stream, already in your news feed, and they can engage with you in real time. Now you say you can show up and teach something. Other than showing up to teach something exactly, what mm -hmm. are some good scenarios that are worth going live? Oh, I mean, I've seen people use Facebook Live for so many different things. Um, besides teaching, I've seen people go on Facebook Live if they want to broadcast an event that they're speaking at, if they want to show a behind the scenes. You know, people love behind the scenes. Yeah, so right. if they want to show behind the scenes on how they prep for an event, I've seen people use Facebook Live. Actually, there's a lady right now who is very popular, and it actually translated into her being um, invited onto a national show where every morning around 6 a.m. our time, she actually prays live on Facebook and people join. I'm talking about tens of thousands of people join her live on Facebook. So really, whether you're a business, whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you're a speaker, whether you are, you know, in the church, whatever your flow is, you can use Facebook Live to impact your target audience. Wow. How do you get started? Like, what, what should, do I just jump in? Should I just... I think one of the things that you have to think about is what is the value that I'm going to give to people? As I tell people all the time, we have enough Facebook fakers. We have enough of that going <laughs> right. on. We have enough people who are just on live stream. Oh, I hit the live button and I want to show you me making a sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> or, right. oh, or here I am. I actually saw someone do this the other day and I wanted to inbox her and say, stop doing this. I, I'm, I'm typing a paper. <laughs> but only view we have is of her notes and of typing a paper. So we have enough people who are trying it out. And I think you should play around with it. I think you should do those kinds of things. But if you want to be intentional and have impact, think about what is it that I want to deliver to an audience that people are always asking me about? What is the thing that people want to see from me? And let me do that. I mean, I know somebody who actually uses it sometimes to practice um uh, their guitar, like if they're coming out with a new song, mm -hmm. or even comedians. Hey guys, I'm gonna, and there's this other guy. Oh, I just got just you see, I'm the twinkle in my eye. Uh -huh. I got excited. There's this guy who's a DJ, and a certain time of the day, he actually DJs for two hours, and he just sets up the camera and he takes requests from people, and people share this across the board, and he's just DJing. So it's a live party on your Facebook live stream. So the bottom line is, as long as you're giving someone something that they want, yes. there's interest in that, yes. right? Now, let me just say this, because I always tell people we have to be socially responsible. And again, in this day and age, mm -hmm. you know, giving people what they want. 
that's tasteful, that doesn't break the Facebook <laughs> rules and that are not inappropriate because we do have people who break the rules and because I can go live, they show things that are just not appropriate. Right. But we're talking about people who are want to make an impact in their business and, and what they're called to do, how they're called to serve the world. This is a great opportunity to do that. So what are your best practices? So I've, I've come up with my topic and I'm adding value and I'm going to go. So what are your three best practices? Give us your top three. Number one, I say it's about presentation. So if you're going to go live, make sure there's no distraction behind you. So either a plain wall. These days you can buy a backdrop from um, a photography place or even from Walmart. I've seen people do that. Or just a plain wall. But have no distractions behind you. Sometimes people are going live and you're wondering, okay, what's happening back there? Right, yeah, are they I in the bathroom? That or kind you're of looking thing? at that picture going, what is that? A picture yes, of back there. and it's over a distraction. Yeah. Right. So you want to make sure that you have a great presentation. The second thing is you want to put together your talking points. So that way you're not rambling on and on. So I always stick with what I learned in television news, the, the rules of three. So what are the three powerful things that I want my audience to walk away from, that I want them to have as a takeaway? And make sure that you write your notes because you want to be a good steward over the people who are investing their time to be with you, right? Mm -hmm. And then the other thing is, I always like to say, you want to have engagement. Sometimes people get on live stream and they're just talking, they're in enamored with themselves but you have 10 people who took the time to watch the show and you haven't you know you haven't greeted them so I always want to make sure that people who are joining my stream I, I say hey Allison thanks so much for being here where are you watching from because when you have that engagement they always come back and they invite friends and it becomes a big party right <laughs> and then the last thing you want to have a super close Tell people what you want to do and then tell them again. Sounds familiar? Uh, yeah, heard that one. I think we've talked about that, yeah. in fact, on this podcast yeah. before. So tell people what you want to do. We want them to do. What's the next step? How can they, you know, work with you? How can they follow you? Those kinds of things and encourage them to share the broadcast. So you mentioned about uh, talking to people. And I know that's probably, it takes a little bit of practice to get used to, right? Yes. Because you, you're focused on what you want to say and mm -hmm. then these things pop up and you're trying to read them at the same time. Right. Um, so there's also this thing I've noticed when I watch Facebook lives that there is a variation in the, in how people start it yes. because you kind of, you want to wait what a little bit for people to join, but mm -hmm. not too long. Cause you yes. need to show How do you balance that? So my pet peeve, I'm going to go ahead and say it is when people say this, Hey everybody, it's the Rose show. Glad that you're here. We're just going to wait for a couple more people to join in. So I always say don't do that because you alienate the people who are there. Mm -hmm. You make the three people who showed up not feel, feel important. like not feel right. important. So one of the things that I teach my clients, I said, instead of saying this, why don't you try this? Hi, everybody. It's the Rose Show, storyteller, strategist, and heartfelt producer. I love working with, tell people who you are, why you're waiting for people to come in. It's just a hidden trick. Mm -hmm. So you're just kind of buying time while people are coming in. And then what you want to do is you want to take the time and ask people where you're watching from. You want them to engage. Hey, if this is your first time catching me live, put your name in the comment section and let me know where you're watching from. And just take the time to call those people out until you get to a number that you want to get to. What are some of the landmines of... Facebook Live. I mean, you mentioned the appropriateness of it, mm -hmm. but surely there are some, and even even alienating the viewers, right, would be a, or the list or the viewers. Yeah, I was uh, said listeners. <laughs> what viewers. you should not do. What okay. you should not do. Yeah. What What are some of those things that you know that you need to stay away from? Um, I would say 
titles that don't tell me what to expect when I'm watching your stream. So a lot of times people just throw up something up there, but they're not really intentional about what the content is. So I try to always be intentional about what people expect expectation are when they're watching, because that also holds me accountable to stay on task to deliver that. So three ways that you can make sure your Facebook Live always lands. Making sure that you're using branded hashtags. The other thing is um, maybe going too long a lot of times people think they need to be on there for 30, 40 minutes and that kind of thing. If you're engaging and we're having a good time, That's you know, right, sometimes yeah. I've done 30 minutes, mm -hmm. but I didn't even realize it was 30 minutes. We're just having a good time. Right. But seriously, Facebook really just needs 10 minutes in order for it to register in their in their system. So you don't really need a long time to really communicate your message. And as you guys know, as media professionals, right, if you can't really communicate the message in 10 minutes, you probably don't know the message. That's right. And so, again, you don't have to go on and on and on. Remain focus. I think focus is, is a big thing, especially when you're going live because you feel, you know, especially if you're nervous, you have this tendency right. like, I have to fill. And if you can just focus on those three points, you'll have a good Facebook Live session. Exactly. And, and again, people are coming because they want you. They believe that you have something to offer. I remember the first couple of times that I did Facebook Live, I mean, even though I have a media background, I still was just nervous. I was like, okay, are people going to really want to listen to me? And then the first couple of times I did, and I just was like, and people were like, when are you going live again? I said, oh, they like me. They really, really <laughs> like me. <laughs> okay, but what if you fall on the other side of that? What yes. if you're nervous, right? Mm -hmm. And you say, I'm going to I'm gonna do it anyway. I'm going to conquer this. Yes. And you do it, and only three people show up, right? And, Great And question. two of them were your sisters. Yes. Okay, so then how, what do you say to somebody to get them to come back? How do you measure success? I love it. That's a great question. And I get that often in my group. One of the things I tell people all the time is they're like, Ro, I mean, we see all these people joining, but I don't have that. How do I do that? So, well, there's a couple of things that you need to do. Number one, you need to be consistent. Maybe pick a time and consistently show up at that time. We always know it's five o'clock somewhere. So there's going to be a five o'clock <laughs> news. So consistently show up and make sure that your audience knows when you're going to show up. That means for the first couple of times of me going live on Periscope, I had to tell people, Hey, I'm going live in 10 minutes. I'm going to be talking about this. And I'm making sure that it's a juicy topic that like, wait a minute. She said, what? I got to watch that. So again, you have to make sure that you're showing up consistently and that you're also putting yourself in a position where you're doing your own marketing and you consistently do that. And people will consistently show up. That, I, I can that. see where that would make a difference rather than just like sporadically. Just you sporadically. You're just like, I'm here. Yeah, right. Yeah. And people are like, right. well, I missed it. What, what? I didn't know you were going live. You have to tell people when you're showing up and when you consistently market yourself, people will show up. How often do you go back to uh, your recorded sessions, right? That you post after you, you're live. <laughs> people watch it still, you know, the new life, right? Yes. After they weren't able to join you live, they watch it later and they still will ask questions. How important is it for people to really build that engagement, to, to be truly engaging? That is a very good question. And that goes back to your previous question about how do I build my audience? That is so key because remember, we're building our know, like, and trust factor. And that gives your audience an opportunity to, to feel like you're not so far away that they're able to engage with you in real time. So I think when those comments happen, you need to make it your point to go back in and engage with those folks. Thank people for sharing your posts. I do that. I'm like, thank you for sharing in my post. And 
I've, I've found so much success in that, that people are like, oh, she responded. She said something that they want to engage. And then the other thing I've found that's been successful in building my platform is also engaging with others when they go live. So it's not just about me, but it's about engaging with other people when they go live and being supportive with them. And they're like, oh, Rochelle showed up in my live. And then you start building what? A community, your own tribe. That. Yeah. Well, you say, you know, your own tribe. A lot of people who listen to this content are content creators, mm. right? Rachel and I write content for other people um, a lot of times. And so how important when you're making this transition then to Facebook Live, is it for the brand name, the figurehead to be the one who is actually involved in that process. Because, you know, sometimes people have people who manage social media pages and they respond right. for somebody. But it doesn't seem like you can really do that in this area. It has to be the, the, the person. I think you can do it if that person understands your voice. It's almost like when we were writing for television news. One of the greatest compliments I think you can get as a producer, and you guys can correct me on this, is when your anchor says, that is something I would have said. Yes, right. And you start to develop their voice in your head. So if you have a brand manager who understands your voice, that works. But also, I think, again, it shrinks down the opportunity when we do Facebook Live for people to have real-life engagement with you. And that's what people want because they want to be able to feel like they can touch you and they can engage with you. I mean, I think about mega brand influencers like Gary V. Oh my gosh, people love him right. on social media. Why? Not only because he says whatever he says, however he wants to say it, <laughs> but also it feels like it's tangible and I'm able to, I, I may not have been able to make it to his conference, but on this live stream, I'm able to feel like I can touch him, that I'm close to him. Right. Know, like, and trust. Know, like, and trust. <laughs> it's a pleasure to know, like, and trust you, Rashonda. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Tell us, how can people find you? Oh, awesome. Well, I am on Facebook across all social media platforms as The Row Show Live. T-H-E-R-O-S-H-O Live. And I no lo- W there. Yeah, no W. That's nope. not a, that was not yes. a mis- You know, it's word. so interesting. Show- Y'all didn't even ask me how I got that name, or do you guys already you know did. the story? No. No. How did you get it? Well, you know, it's been my old TV name. At every television station I've worked at people have always called me Rosho and they've always spelled it like that so really? it just here we go yeah, and so it just followed me over the years and I just said well what about reinventing the wheel I'm already <laughs> the Rosho just stick with it and now you're the Rosho media mastermind yes, yes. <laughs> I feel like I should put my hands up and and say it like it's jazz, jazz hands. hands when I say that yes <laughs> this has been fun ladies yes. I enjoyed this well thank you for joining us we really appreciate it check her out on Facebook she does do tons of Facebook lives and it is worth it she will bring value um and if nothing else, it is a good um, teacher for those of you who are going to be experiencing it your first time to kind of see how it's done and to create that balance. So definitely check her out. Um, when we post this, um, I will put a link to that so that people can easily find you. Find easily. You. See, we're so helpful. You we're so are, helpful. You guys are here. amazing. We Jeez. add value. We do. Add value. We do. Yes. Come back. We'll be back again. Thanks for listening to Content Hacks.